how do you even decide what is next? What do I like to do? Like I said, I've read enough of that book to remember that it made a difference in people's lives in a variety of ways. It wasn't just, you know, organizing. Um, it gets your space tidy, but it also reintroduces you to yourself and you confront issues you try to ignore. Things come up while you're going through your silverware. Um, <laughs> you put off decisions and those decisions that need to be made come to the surface. It's just a really beautiful journey of self-discovery that helps you hone your decision-making skills and train yourself to start making your own decisions. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week, myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, my guest is one of my former clients. She is a friend of mine. Her name is Whitney Gray, and she is the owner of Wits End Professional Organizing. And she is one of only two certified Marie Method organizers in the state of Arkansas. And today we're gonna talk about why this method will absolutely change your life. It allows you to not only declutter your home, but it allows you to make decisions. And Whitney is so passionate about this method. And I was so honored that she would be on the show today as a guest. You guys are really going to enjoy it. And be sure to reach out to Whitney if you live in the central Arkansas area. She is the best of the best. Oh my gosh, y'all. I'm so excited. I know I say this every stinking time, but my gosh, when I get to interview people who are like my guest today, who is not only a friend of mine, but a former client of mine, and a woman is so equally as passionate about what she gets to do as I am about what I get to do. Like, how could my day not be so amazing? Whitney, I love you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. Oh, my chin is quivering. I'm trying not to cry. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Like, like I just said, it's like, I woke up this morning. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. I've been like dreaming of being on Christina's podcast. Oh my gosh. I'm just like so excited. The fact that it's, it's so exciting for you and it's so exciting for me. Like, how can this podcast not go amazing? We could just bullshit for the next like hour and like our days be a thousand times better, but 
we're going to bullshit and we're going to talk all about you. And we're going to talk about the fact that like this thing we're talking about today has absolutely dramatically changed your life. But we're going to talk about too, how like you have changed my life and I've changed your life and all the things. And like, we're just so fucking grateful to be here today. So, um, you guys, we are talking about the Marie Kondo, the Con Mari method. And it is so crazy that I didn't really know what this was until I met Whitney and Whitney has, you know, been in my life for the last few years. She's been a member of the Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind. We've hung out in person. Um, We're both members at The Nest, which is a women's co-working space. And just hearing how passionate you are about this, it's like, it was a no-brainer to have you on the show. And so I'm so excited that you're excited. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So let's dive in. Obviously, we're going to talk about all the things. And you guys, if you, I want you to like literally listen to this. If you are unsure about what even the KonMari method is, maybe you follow um, Marie Kondo online. She's got millions and millions of followers. And maybe you're like, eh, I'm not too sure if this is for me. I'm not really into organizing. Please, please, please do yourself a favor and do not turn off this podcast because the way that Whitney describes this method, the way that Whitney lives this life will absolutely change your life. And I'm so grateful that she's here. So Whitney, introduce yourself to everyone. Yeah, this is going to be a lot less about organizing than exactly. you might think. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be talking about it at all. <laughs> um, um, what did you say? Introduce myself? I'm yeah, sorry. tell us who okay. you are. I'm Whitney. Um, gosh, I'm a mom of two. I guess at first was a stepmom, and now I have my own little boy who's five. Um, my stepdaughter's 15. So we have opposite ends of the attention spectrum. <laughs> they both they both were born in August, so they like really love being the center of attention. And it's just I'm tired every day, but um, I have a very um, I call him. I call my husband the energizer bunny because he just like never stops. He's such a good worker and like can do everything himself. And um, I mean, not without me. I mean, like not hiring someone. <laughs> um, we work, we, we work our asses off. Um, and he's just amazing. He's really supportive. Um, I, I guess I'm the youngest of five girls and, um, you know, I'm a daughter. I've lost both my parents, which is really sad, but, um, I just, I don't know. What else do I need to say? <laughs> I'm a Kamari consultant, one of only two in the state, Arkansas. Um, and yeah, what else? <laughs> well, I think that that is, you know, that sums up who you are. It's like, you're so passionate about your little boy. You're so passionate about your daughter. You're so passionate about your husband and you're passionate about your work and what you get to do. And, uh, I know that your excitement is going to go through the roof when you actually start talking about this, because one of the things that, you know, obviously, um, this basically saved your life. You, you've said it yeah. to me before that this method has saved your life. So explain to everyone what this is for those who don't know what the KonMari method is. Um, explain to them what it is and then explain to us why this changed your life. And it has nothing to do with organizing. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so let me... I get tongue-tied, so let me kind of look at my nose a little bit, if that's okay. Um, it's, you know, the KonMari method is, 
an overhaul of your home. It's um, assessing each item in your home, um, each physical item in your home. Uh, and, you know, I do help clients organize um, after we declutter first. Um, you know, that's great. That's the easy part. That's the majority of my business. Um, you know, it's just the organizing part because a lot of times people can declutter on their own first or if budget allows, they can keep going in the process. But, um, you know, the, the major thing about the KonMari method is, you know, kind of sounds a little cheesy sometimes to people, but um, it's, you know, what sparks joy for you. And I don't know if, you know, ever before in my life I ever considered, before I found out about this method, ever considered if I really liked something, it was just like there or given to me or passed down or, you know, it was cheap. <laughs> um, it was from the clearance rack, whatever. Um, I never really thought about if it adds joy to my life or if it makes me feel a certain way or if it really kind of uh, represents like an attitude of lack or an energy of lack. Um, that's what I found a lot when I went through my own things was like, huh, like I never really invest in this or that, um, which for me, I'm very, I don't know what you'd call that, like um, in touch with myself. I don't know, <laughs> but I would look at a thing and just like it automatically told me something about me you know it was it was so crazy like I couldn't believe it was such a deep thing you know um that I was going through my stuff and it it just told me so much um sorry I'm give us, no that's okay can you give us an example of that like I know I know that um, this is your first podcast and I'm so grateful that it's for me. So, um, <laughs> and can you give us an example of something that like you noticed, um, like told you something about yourself? Like what was the first kind of realization when you started, you know, um, into the Marie Kondo method, like, uh, or the KonMari method, like what was that realization that, oh my gosh, this tells me something about me. It, I guess it would really say it was, it had to do with clothing because um, that's where you begin. You begin with your clothing. And, you know, I, growing up, I was like the youngest, so I got the hand-me-downs and um, I was grateful for that, of course, like I looked, you know, but I didn't look the same in those clothes as my sisters did. And I never really knew what my style was or what I liked. Um, and then as I went to college, I kind of like just became obsessed with clothes. Like I just get so many and um, I just wanted to fill my closet. I didn't want any empty space. I just wanted to feel like, oh yes, I finally have my own clothes. <laughs> Silly as that sounds. Um, but it, it really, it showed me that I didn't really know myself. You know, I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't really make decisions based on what makes me happy. It was really what does, what will make everyone else happy, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
So how did you start figuring that out? Like, how did you start figuring out like what was actually making you happy? Um, so I guess in a roundabout way, this is somewhere in my notes. Um, it's this Kamari method is really a, a um, decision-making um, trainer, I guess you could say. It trains you to make your own decisions. It builds your decision-making um, confidence. Um, and I just, I, I never knew of anything like that before. I never realized I wasn't even making my own decisions, you know. Um, this showed me that, this method showed me that, and it helped me start taking control of my life. Um, you know, it built confidence a little bit. I mean, I still have a long way to go, but um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Did you know that when you first started the KonMari method? Like, so when you, like when you decided to take the course, like what actually, um, made you interested in this whole entire method? Like, how did this even come up? I know you were, you were working in different job. I know that you were dealing with a lot of depression. I know the pandemic came up. Um, I know that you were really in a kind of on a rock and a hard place. And this is something that you told me that almost saved your life in some regards. Yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, go through that, I guess. Yeah. Timeline, in a way. I'd, that's okay. I'd love that. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'll try and make it fast. Um, you don't have to make it fast. We are here for it. People want to know your story. We want you to get excited about this because you did, you actually told this story. And like, honestly, the way that you did this in the mastermind, still to this day, people still talk about how you did your peer call in the mastermind and how freaking passionate you are. So just do that again and you're going to fucking crush this. I promise. Okay. Um, so I did, in my adult life, you know, I, I was the youngest always and people take care, took care of me a lot, you know, that sort of thing. But um, in my adult life, right away, I jumped into, you know, being a stepmom. Um, I briefly took care of my mom during her last six months on this earth. Um, she had a brain tumor. Um, we didn't know it was her last six months, of course, but, um, you know, she became like a child and me and my husband and my aunts and uncles down here and grandma helped take care of her. Um, she wasn't independent anymore. Um, I had a couple dogs, which I never had pets growing up. So except for like weird cats and stuff <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that would just like come to our house. Um, but, you know, my sister, one of my sisters visited one time and she said, wow, look at all the souls that you're taking care of, taking care of. And I'm like, well, I never thought about that. Well, like she was impressed, I guess, and also, like, probably, are you okay? Do you, are you taking care of yourself? Um, so, needless to say, um, after I lost my mom, like, grief and depression set in, as you said, um, it was like, it just took the wind out of my sails. Um, there was a huge lack of passion all of a sudden. It was just like, wow, what am I even here for anymore, you know? Um, it's crazy that, you know, losing someone can just make you just deflate like that. Um, but 
Meanwhile, my sisters were at my mom's house in Ohio going through, you know, the huge house that she had lived in for probably 35 years, raised five kids in it. Um, and um, that, that process of clearing out the house prompted one of my other sisters, Amber, to give me Marie Kondo's book because it was, it had just come out in 2014 and this was like in 2015. So it was like New York Times bestseller and she's like, you have to read this. Um, she kind of knew I was a pack rat growing up, <laughs> which like I said, was partly due to being the youngest and inheriting all the hand-me-downs. But I read the book, I started reading the book I loved the idea so much that I started the method with like doing the method myself before I even finished reading the book. I was just like, yes, this lady is so cute. She totally gets it. Uh, this is a step-by-step -step process, so I can follow that, you know. Um, but I read enough of it to remember a few years later. Um, so that's probably confusing. I, I did a little bit of it and of course got sidetracked like I do. And um, it came up again a few years later when I was just so unhappy um, at work and just really lacking passion again and um, knowing that something needed to change, like, and it was probably my career, but I just didn't know, like, how do you just leave a career? Like, how do you even decide what is next? Like, what do I like to do? Um, and I, like I said, I read enough of that book to remember that it made a difference in people's lives in a variety of ways. It wasn't just organizing. Um, it gets your space tidy, but it also reintroduces you to yourself and you confront issues you try to ignore, you know, things things come up while you're going through your silverware. Um, you you put off decisions um, and those decisions like come to the surface or those decisions that need to be made come to the surface. Um, it's just a really beautiful journey of self-discovery um, that helps you hone your deci decision-making skills and train yourself to start making your own decisions. So around that time, I knew I needed to revisit um, the method and I discovered that Marie Kondo started training consultants around the world. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like this adorable lady with this adorable like theory or method, you know, has, she's training people to do this, like to teach other people about it. It's like, wow. Um, it's, and so I found out that there was one in Little Rock, just one. Her name is Sue and she's amazing. Um, I've met her. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of like beside myself with excitement, kind of like when I met you, Christina. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, fangirl. Um, but I reached out to her and um, we met for coffee. And I just wanted to talk to somebody about the book because like no one else I knew had ever even heard about it. Um, but when I came home um, from that meeting with her, I was just like renewed. Like I was just excited again. And, you know, my husband noticed and he, he was like, you need to do that. And I was like, are you serious? Like, I'm like the most disorganized person I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I love to organize, but 
I don't have my own stuff organized. I love doing it for other people. Um, but he's like, no, seriously, you, you would be great at that. Like, why don't you try? Um, and, and it was kind of one of those things that I had heard a lot lately too. Like, if you're not sure what to do with your life, like next, like, what would you do for free? You know? Um, and I was like, yeah, I would definitely do that for free. <laughs> um, but like imposter syndrome is just like immediate, um, you know, but luckily Jason believed enough in me that I like borrowed that. Like you say, we borrow confidence from you. Like I borrowed his confidence in me and um, I actually, so to become a Conmari consultant, I had to first prove that I did the whole method. So I was like, cool, well, I, I need to do the whole method anyway. I want to, but um, this will make me do it. And I'll have to finish by a certain deadline, get all my stuff in, in order to go to the um, certification course in Los Angeles. And it was like, I think I started in like May going through my home and all my belongings. And I had to have it all in by August, I think. And then the course was in September of 2019 so I went to the course it was magical like I just can't even describe you know like your retreat it's just like what <laughs> like this is magic this is like Disney World for adult women you know <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my um, God. I'm using that quote from now on. I'm, I'm selling my <laughs> retreat right now to my, my clients. It's just like a CEO retreat. And I am using that. It's like an adult <laughs> CEO, or what did you just call it? An adult? Maybe don't call it adult Disney World because that could be misconstrued a little bit, but it's like an, it's a an Disney adult World Disney for, for women. A Disney yeah. women. Oh my God. Women. Yes. No, for adult women. That's how adult women. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is my retreat. It's Disneyland for adult women. I am fucking sold. Where do I sign up? I love it. <laughs> yeah. One time I accidentally um, labeled um, some DVDs, adult DVDs, <laughs> because there was kids DVDs and adult DVDs. And after I left, I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like something else. But anyway, um, so I went to that course, the Disneyland for adult women. <laughs> um, it was just, it's not like they taught us all the technical aspects of organizing. They dug deep into like, what's your vision for your business? What, um, how do you want to help people? What people do you want to help? Um, what does this mean to you? How did it change your life? Um, all those things. Um, so I came home and I started from the course and I, you know, still had a full-time job, but I started um, with a client on the weekends, um, going through the whole method with her. Um, and I still really wasn't believing that I'd ever have enough, you know, clients to leave a job. Um, you know, such a, <laughs> such a, like you asked me, or can I, can I ask a question that you were going to ask? Percent, <laughs> please. Um, you know, you asked what is the biggest decision I ever made, and and that was, um, I I have to say, like, wasn't completely like decided by me. It was sort of, I feel like God really 
forced me. Like, <laughs> I guess he does that. Um, it's like, listen here, bitch. <laughs> Can you tell so, why I love this human? Okay. <laughs> listen here, bitch. This is God <laughs> yelling at you. God I, calls me bitch. <laughs> I love yes, it. Yes, I say God and shit in the same sentence. <laughs> Amen, sister. But um, the biggest decision I ever made was leaving a good, stable job to start an organizing service. And it was in the middle of a major personal depressive episode. Um, and then, gosh, once I actually quit, the, I think that was in January, the pandemic started like two months later. Um, but I really was tired of feeling like my job was to make people's days difficult. Like that's, that wasn't the goal of the old job, but it really, that's what I felt like I did every day. I didn't help. It was like, no, you forgot to bring this. So come back tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just make people mad. And it was like, why can't I just help people? <laughs> you know, um, I wanted to enrich people's lives. Like, you know, I was just ready to be helpful instead of like a hindrance. But, um, but God was like, okay, if you're not going to just leave this job that I'm trying to tell you to leave, like, I'm going to make you leave it. And I'm going to make you cry all day, every day for a week. And, you know, just let you be totally depressed. And so you have to stop going to work and you have to get help with that and listen to me and have faith. And, you know, so I, I say it was a decision, but it was also like, you know, I still had to turn in the, the note that said I quit but but God kind of made me like go home for a little while first so which you know it was really embarrassing at the time like to just stop everything because oh my gosh I'm depressed and anxious and like I can't go to work because it's so consuming you know that was embarrassing but it was also like I have no choice you know I have to take care of myself. It's no different than physical health, you know, it's mental health that I had to stop and take care of. So anyway. <laughs> hey ladies, pay attention. It is Christina. I am so excited to announce that the waitlist is finally open for the Decide It's Your Turn Women's Mastermind. This is the mastermind that I've been doing for over six years and served hundreds of women helping them step into their purpose, decide it is their turn to live a life that they're absolutely obsessed with, not only be obsessed with it, but make a profit. You do not have to have a business, but you have to be ready to decide it is your turn for an absolutely magical life. When you put your name on this waitlist, you are going to be the very first one to be notified when you can sign up. Plus there's a huge signing bonus when you do sign up and you get on that waitlist. The only people who get the discount are those who are on the waitlist. So do not hesitate. Get on that list right now. We will sell out. The mastermind starts in January. The Decide It's Your Turn Women's Mastermind. Find the link in my bio, head on over to Instagram, text me the word mastermind to 501-222-3362 and I'll send you all the information, get you on that wait list. You're gonna save money. You're gonna decide it is your turn to live your absolute best life. And when you did that, is that really when you started to find a little bit of the joy and the happiness and, and with this method? 
Yeah, I mean, I already had discovered so much of it, you know, in that summer that I had to do my own whole home. Um, and, but I just, I just had so much doubt, like, well, almost like I don't deserve this, or I don't, I'm not really worthy of just a joy-filled life. Like, I have to grind it out, and I have to stick at this good job, and, you know, keep my... <laughs> buy a nice house for my family and a car and all these things like, you know, not to mention, you know, when you take a leap, like, I just didn't know that. Like I, if you just take the damn leap, God has you, you know, mm -hmm. that's what faith is, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if I answered your question at all. No. I rambled. That's all right. <laughs> you totally did because I know that there's someone listening to this podcast who's currently you know, in a job that makes them feel like all they're doing is making someone's day bad. And they don't know if there's something on the other side. They don't know that you can actually enjoy your job and you enjoy what you do on a daily basis and enrich other people's lives and get paid for it. Yeah. And, and so you went home, you were dealing obviously with your depression at the time making yourself a priority, which was, you know, probably the first time in, I don't know how old you were, 30 something years that you decided mm -hmm. to make yourself a priority. And in yeah. the me meantime, God was leading you to this method, which you love and you're obsessed with. And, and <laughs> you really are, you, you have so much passion for what you get to do because, you know, something that most people don't know. And I think that they're probably getting to learn on, on this, on this podcast is that you know, it's so much more than organizing. It's mm -hmm. so much more. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, like once you've actually now, so you were at home, you were taking care of yourself and you were thinking, okay, I have to do something. I have to figure out this business. So what was the first step there? Because I know that there's so many women listening to this that they don't really know all the steps. And I know you and I both didn't know all the steps, but we just kept taking a step and making a decision after decision with some action. So tell us about yeah. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it's hilarious that I have my own business because <laughs> I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. Still pretty much don't, <laughs> you know, business wise. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I'm finding out from so many people. They're like, Oh, none of us know what we're doing. So, <laughs> um, but I think one of the early, early things was, um, I think sometime in that summer, I had made a vision board and I was like, I just need a creative outlet. Like I'd love to just call something wits end because I'm Whitney, ha, ha, you know, wits end. So I wrote that down on a vision board. I was like, maybe it'll be a funny Facebook page or something like that. And then um, while I was home, like getting better, I was like, you know, I need to just make that page because I, I really wanted to do that this year. Like that was on my vision board. I don't know what it'll be, but let me at least secure the Facebook page, you know? <laughs> so that was step one, believe it or not. Um, I mean, after, of course, working with like a client on the weekend, that was really the very first step, but I made a Facebook page. And, you know, if you make a Facebook page, you suddenly have a business, right? <laughs> no, but um, that was, it was made like, I think, December 31st, 2019. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this next year somehow. Um, and 
then I realized like, wait, that can be the name of my business, you know, like my organizing business. That makes total sense. You get to your wit's end and, you know, you just can't handle any more of this clutter and just indecision. And um, like my tagline is um, wit's end. I've been there. Let me help you keep what lifts you up and let go of what weighs you down. Um, our unmade decisions weigh us down. They follow us around. They take up space and time that could be spent on an elevated, joyful, purpose-filled life. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I began it. And it was like, well, hopefully I'll have some more clients. Um, I think one of my next steps was just kind of advertising on a women's group Facebook page um, that I do this. Like I'm trying to build my hours up. If anyone wants to work with me um, to get their home organized, uh, I'm here. <laughs> you know, this is me. This is what I do. And it was slow at first. And then, you know, the pandemic happened and I did still have clients through that somehow. Um, that, you know, they were okay with me coming into their home but partly you know I had to decide well do I keep my child home like I guess I should right I started shooting on myself so I tried that for about six weeks and I told my husband like I, I can't do this like I really I know I'm helping him and I'm being his mom but I feel like I'm called past this like I think he's fine learning from someone else like, during the day and me at night. But um, I just, I felt like I'm, I need to be doing this, you know? It just, I can't describe like, it's the most unlikely thing I'd ever do, but it just feels so right. Like, I feel like I'm a round peg in a round hole. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's like I settled into where I was supposed to be finally, you know? Yeah. Because you literally help so many people. Like, you're so passionate about what you do. Like, you literally, and I think one of the things, and like, obviously, you know, I think I've told you this before, but like, you're not just an organizer. Like, you're actually not even an organizer. And I actually think that this is helpful for your marketing too, is that like, you, you don't advertise yourself as an organizer, like what you're able to do with this method is change people's lives. Like this yeah. saved you this a hundred percent. Like you and I both agree, like you're the one who said it, like this totally saved your life. Yeah. Cause you can't go, you just can't keep going down that road of people pleasing and living for someone else or, you know, and nobody, nobody forced me to be that way. It's just how I naturally started being, you know, it was, it probably has a little bit to do with my childhood and all those things that we don't have to get into, but you know, it just eventually, it's just no way to live, you know? Yeah. So if there's someone listening to this podcast and they are living in a lot of clutter and they have a really hard time making a decision and, um, 
you know, they feel extremely unorganized. What would you tell them? Because one of the things that you've said that I think is so brilliant, you said clutter is the physical manifestation of unmade decisions. Yeah. And I didn't say that. I don't know who did. Well, you told me that. that. So you right. told, I mean, yeah. fuck everything that comes out of my mouth. I've heard from someone else. Right, right, right. I put my own <laughs> fucking spin on it. So yeah. When you told yeah. me that, I'm like, that came from Whitney Gray at right. Weekend Organizing. <laughs> Tell us about that because I know that there's someone listening to this podcast that is in this moment where they feel like their home isn't even like a safe place and they feel like completely oh. unorganized. And it's because, you know, the unmade decisions. Talk a little bit about that. Um, it's just, you know, it comes from overthinking and um, like you know in your gut what you want, what you love. Um, we just, nobody really pays attention to that most of the time when you're in that space of like indecision. You're just not paying attention to how your body feels when you meet somebody or buy something or um, spend your time a certain way. Like, you know, I used to go to things that just made my skin crawl and well, gosh, that probably makes people wonder like where I was going, but um, it wasn't any place bad, but like just, I just didn't fit in there. I didn't want to be there. It wasn't, it didn't light me up. So once you start paying attention to that, things start changing. You, you know, one of the things Marie says in her book is, like, pay attention to your body. How do you feel when you pick up that item? Like, she watches her clients and she says, like, I see them frown right away. Or I, I see them light up and get excited and the energy shifts. Like, you know, we, we're just always, like you say, like shooting on ourselves and you know, I'm going to keep this because someone gave this to me, but it reminds me of my mom's brain tumor. I actually had a vase in my house that reminded me of my mom's brain tumor for some reason, because it looked like a brain. I don't know. It was weird. It was textured, but um, I was like, gosh, I don't want that. It, it takes me back to sadness every time I walk past it and look at it. Like Everything we have around us has noise in a way like noise in your own head you know thoughts that come when you look at something and they might you know for some of us that are <laughs> easily distracted like that just derails you sometimes several times a day and that's just no way to live like I said you know be surrounded by things that give you joy and make you feel up and happy and just feed your soul, you know? Yeah. How many people like, do you work with? So obviously like, I want someone to get something tangible out of this. So like, if, if a person says like, you know, they have the vase from their mom in the house and they feel bad because they should keep it, you know, mm -hmm. like, how do you help someone let go of that? Or how do you give someone like the permission to say, yeah, like it's okay to not have this in your house or how do you allow someone, how do you even help someone like figure out that that's something that they're doing? Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, I think we're so like, I know after talking to you today, and obviously I've talked to you hundreds of times before, but like, I think that I'm going to be more conscious about my house and how I feel like even like, where do you start? Like if you're encouraging someone, you know, perhaps they don't live in Arkansas and they can't work with you, but if they do live in Arkansas and they're sick and tired of, you know, the clutter being the physical uh, manifestation of unmade, <laughs> unmade decisions and they, and they're tired of feeling shitty in their home or their car or their garage or whatever it is. And, and they want to feel good and light. Where do they start? Um, you, you actually start really before you start touching anything physical in your house you've got to imagine the best life like your ideal lifestyle you know what what do you have what do you do what do you eat what do you drink how do you spend your time who's around you like think big and without limits you know imagine what it is you want if like as if no one else is watching, you know, just what do you want? Um, and that that step alone is hard for some people because they just never really thought about it. And then they're really held back by a lot of, you know, limiting beliefs. No, I couldn't ever have that. It's like, no, there's no rules to this. It's like just vomit on the paper, you know, just everything. I help people do that. Same Brain thing. vomit. Need to do. I love that. Yeah. So many people stop themselves from even like putting something out there because of like they should or they shouldn't mm-hmm. or they think it's too far out of reach and all the things yeah. like they don't even allow themselves to dream. Oh my god, I love this. Okay, keep going. Yeah, you just like you're a free range chicken. <laughs> <laughs> just free range chicken yourself. Um, be a horse galloping in the prairie. Um, but you start there and then, um you go in your closet with your clothes because that's the first category and you really start assessing a shirt <laughs> based on that ideal lifestyle and you know one of the things that happened to me oh, I didn't think of this example earlier but when I went through my clothes my closet looked great I was like yeah but something's still not right and it was literally like a huge section of my work clothes or my work shirts. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to take these out and put them in a trash bag. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I still work here. Like, why would I do that? But I was like, but that's what's pissing me off about my closet. This does not spark joy. I don't want these MF person here anymore. (laughs) So I took them out and put them in a trash bag. And like, that was like a conscious that was a decision that led to the next, you know, okay, well, I already have my clothes in a bag or my shirts in a bag. Why can't I quit? You know, just, it sounds crazy. I know, but like, no, it makes it so to, much sense. Like what's that saying about your thoughts become your actions and however it goes. Mm-hmm. I know you're really bad with <laughs> what you want to call it. I'm bad with but, analogies, but yes, yeah. absolutely. Your thoughts, your thoughts become things, reality. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, I think I got off track again. I forget what your question was. Like, where That's do you a, start? Like, where do you start? So you start in your closet. Well, you figure out yeah. like what it is that you actually want. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, as far as like what you said about someone that's like, well, I don't someone gave this to me blah 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 well um 
the best, one of my favorite things to tell people is what Marie says in her book. And it's, you know, gifts were meant to bring joy in the moment they were given. And if they don't give joy after that, let them go with gratitude. Um, let it, you know, she, she really personifies your things, um, which is kind of cute and funny, <laughs> but um, like, let it go, let it go live its, its own life. It's not serving you. So let it go. It was, its purpose has already been served. And sometimes the mistakes you have in your closet or wherever, <laughs> um, those all serve a purpose too. Like you learned something from them. So you don't have to beat yourself up about it. It's just like, oh, yes, I I enjoyed purchasing this blouse. <laughs> it made me feel good for a minute, but I never wore it. And I can let it go with gratitude that I had the money in the first place and the time to buy it. You know, and I had that fun little shopping trip or something. Yeah. So the the experience like of it instead of the actual thing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then in looking at it that way, you once again, learn more about yourself. Like, hmm, I'm buying blouses to make myself feel more worthy. That's interesting. (laughs) So, yeah. And I did that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Please go ahead. You did what? I did that majorly with clothes. Like, I still kind of do. Like, I just love clothes. (laughs) So, but, and you know, it's something I have to work on, but it's so much easier now to reset and be like, oh, I must not be feeling very good about myself right now because I'm wanting to like buy all these clothes or change, you know, my look or something. And and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that if you have the means, but it helps you, like I said, reintroduce yourself to yourself, look inside. It's just, you're assessing what's happening getting self-awareness and all that kind of stuff and that's so key even if you do have the means I think it's so important I think you know the theme of this podcast is going inward touching like getting figuring out figuring out what it is actually that you want to do in this world and how you want to feel in this world and whether that's you know a job or whether that's as a mom or whether that Mm -hmm. is as a wife or whatever I mean KonMari method basically helps you figure out how to come back to self. And I think that like, that's, this is just one of the avenues in which you can do that. And I think it's one of Mm -hmm. the greatest things ever, whether, you know, there's numerous ways, you know, whether it's coaching or whatever, but your method and what you do, you know, outside looking in, it looks like you're organizing someone's house, but really what your truly, you know, ultimate goal is you're helping a person come back to themselves and Mm -hmm. figure out what they actually do want and how they actually want to show up in this world and how they want to feel and the joy that they have in this world. And, and it's not a selfish thing. It feels so selfish to so many people like, Oh, what, what gives me joy? Well, I'm not supposed to just feel good all the time, but it's like, no, God put those desires and those passions in you for a reason. And that's probably your purpose. So pay attention to that, you know, and start, start living it out. You know, everybody has a purpose, you know, we all do. And I knew, I knew when I was so unhappy at that job that there was something I needed to do, but 
I didn't know what yet. And I was like, I guess I'll find out soon. <laughs> but it was just the most unlikely thing, you know? And I get to like witness people being honest with themselves, you know? And it's not always easy. Sometimes the realizations that come up are like, you know, tear jerking and just scary to them because it means they have to go do something scary. Um, but it's, it's digging it out, digging out your purpose, you know? Hmm. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you. And I know that there's so many people that need, need your services, not only to declutter their home, but to declutter their lives and help them live in their purpose and, you know, take care of some of the things that they need to take care of so they can fully live in theirs and enjoy life. Um, for those listening in the Arkansas area, how do they get a hold of you? How do they find you? How do they work with you? Smoke signals is usually the best way. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I guess I have a website, right? <laughs> um, Witsandhelp.com. Um, Wits End is spelled like the name Whitney, W-H-I-T-S. Um, Instagram, I like to do fun reels on there. They're kind of silly sometimes. But Instagram is Wits End underscore Insta. <laughs> and then there's a Facebook page called Wits End. Um, and you can always email me, find my email on those two or those three places. And um, yeah, I, I can help. I know you can. Like, <laughs> and by the way, you guys on Whitney's Instagram, which everything will be in the show notes. And like, when you find this, this episode, um, you can message me, you can message her, be sure to share this episode, be sure to contact Whitney, because I know that there's someone out there who is ready to, you know, assess their life, deepen their awareness and enrich their, enrich their lives by decluttering and making some decisions. And you are so hilarious on your Instagram. You're so funny. You're so <laughs> passionate about what you get to do. You guys, please, please, please. If you know anyone in the Arkansas area that needs Whitney services and is re, uh, ready to declutter their lives and dig deep into all of the things, reach out to her. And, um, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for the, um, female adult Disney, um, for my retreats and masterminds. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to market all of my masterminds and retreats like that now. Um, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being, thank you for being the first, uh, I can be your first podcast. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was fun. Awesome. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that'll help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time. <laughs>